So my very first summer job, which is incredibly random, was working as a toll attendant on the New York State Thruway. I did it for four summers crossing between my last two years in high school and my first two years of college. It is pretty much as odd and unglamorous as most people would think. But there was one fascinating element that legitimately kept me intrigued throughout the days. I got this opportunity to see these little slices of life of all of these people that would come through and literally millions of people because it was well in advance when EasyPass really took over the world. It was interesting for me to see these, these interactions of people that would be the way they would be talking to one another, the way they would be talking to me, the, the food that they would be eating, the behaviors that they were demonstrating. It was just fascinating. To work in media and to be a strategist, a successful strategist, you really have got to be obsessively curious about people's lives like that. You need to genuinely want to learn about them, about what they do, about why they buy what they buy, about how they talk about what they do and why they want to share what they do. You have to be obsessed with culture, with everything that's happening in the world, and not just your industry, not just the things that you care about, but the other things that sit outside of that. So politics, even if you don't care as much about politics, music, TV, movies, things like that. When you are obsessed with those elements, with people and with culture, you can really do great things for brands. My name is Cindy Gustafson, and I am the Chief Strategy Officer for Mindshare North America. Celebrating the lives, work, and achievements of women around the world. The Drum presents Exceptional Women of the World, hosted by The Drum's America's editor, Doug Zanger. Let's go to three questions. If you could give yourself advice on your first day of work ever, knowing what you know now, what would it be and why? I would absolutely tell myself that the one thing you should be focused on is being reliable. If you are not reliable, it cancels out all other virtues. You're telling me this and I showed up 15 minutes late. I'm gonna, <laughs> but I'm going to blame New York. But I'm, I'm, I'm actually more, it was like 30 minutes late. Doug, I'm, be I'm more reliable. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blame the city of New York and UN week. You, that's fair. You should do that. Okay, fair. <laughs> but go on, continue, because it's true. It is true. I do think that when you start out in any industry, you're so worried about being so many things. You want to be the most original, the, the hardest working. You want to have all these adjectives associated with you. But if I could go back, I would just focus myself to just think I want to be the most reliable person, because if you don't have that, nothing else really matters. There's an Anthony Bourdain quote that I'm desperately Ooh. trying to find. Okay. Um, so stall for me for a second. Okay. Um, <laughs> where were you coming from that you were 15 minutes late? It doesn't matter. When it's UN week in New York, it's always a cluster. Oh, that's true. You know it that. is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's see. Are you a fan uh, of Anthony Bourdain in general? I, Are you a cook? Uh, yeah. I, okay. I like to cook. Okay. I, I like to cook. I can't find it, but it's something about being prompt. So there's something there's something Anthony Bourdain said about being prompt and like showing up 15 minutes early and yada yada yada. So I've really just kind of ruined the moment. Let's move on to <laughs> let's move on to question number two. Okay. What do you you know we talk about we ask you know what people are interested in, but what are you not interested in at all interested in, and why is that? I am not at all interested in working with clients who regularly use the application of best practices as a veil for um, being comfortable with convention. That's, that's deep. That's, that is. That's I, well, I think that there's a confusion. Right. I think that people very, very frequently will say, we have to apply best practices, which I deeply believe you have well, to. Sure. You absolutely have to. But- I think that all too often is confused or tips to using it as a crutch to not agitate convention. And I just have absolutely no interest in working with clients that 
cannot see the difference between the two mm-hmm. and are not very open to the agitating of convention. Wow. That's, I mean, that's bold. To, it is. I mean, my corp comms didn't love that, but. Well, <laughs> but you know what? In the long run, if you think about it, that's just going to be better work, right? It is going to be better work. And I will say two things. It will, it will absolutely be better work and you will enjoy doing it a lot more. Yeah, and that and long term relationships. The, the relationships in this business become so transactional, and it's so great to see. Like you see these long, decade long standing relationships, and there's a reason that they're successful. And it's that you know people are able to kind of light a fire under. Yes, it you have to, to keep, keep the spice. Yes, you've got to keep the spice. And I, we are in a world where you absolutely need to have best practices. It is chaotic. It is complex, but. Too often now we are using those to say, well, we know that this is working, so let's keep doing this. But it's to say, but couldn't it be working better? So right. I talk a lot about agitating convention, and I, I, you absolutely have to do that because you, you can be doing better. It's the most interesting conversation you've had recently, and why is that? Oh, this is actually pretty applicable given the agitation of convention piece. <laughs> but I was recently- You saw Donald Trump? No. <laughs> God, no. Okay. <laughs> no. I was at a breakfast about two weeks ago with a CPG client and with our uh, North America CEO, and we just started talking through the possibility of what happens when, as planners, which I am from a vertical expertise as well as our North America CEO, you work so hard to identify that epicenter, that one insight from which everything flows, everything from a marketing plan flows. It's gospel. It is gospel. It's gospel. And you work so hard to get at that so that it, it anchors everything. But what if you actually think through designing a campaign or your marketing efforts through a world where everything actually starts with dynamic creative? So instead of trying to get that one thing that everything flows off of, actually start from a place of how do you attack every single individual key barrier that a brand has or every single individual mindset that a consumer has, build the content starting from there, and then think about laddering that back up to a common theme and see what comes out. It's very Amazon-esque. Okay. And I'll tell you why, because they're like foaming at the mouth, like evangelists about start with the customer first. Yes. So that's intriguing. And yeah. I mean, last well, time I checked, Amazon's pretty successful. They're pretty successful. <laughs> I think, though, it's too, it's, it's, it's as much as, con- it is consumer first. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's also that piece of, but five years ago, the big trend was make sure that you were designing assets that are mobile first because that's where people are spending all of their time. This is the year of mobile. You know? right, right, right. It was the year of mobile starting. <laughs> For the last half decade. 1990, <laughs> right, exactly. Was, yeah, but people and marketers that were obsessed with saying we need to design assets and, mar- and campaigns for being mobile first because that's how where people are spending their time. But what if you think about the fact that now we need to design campaigns that are dynamically created first? And what would that look like? So you think about truly doing it the inverse. Instead of starting with that epicenter, designing it frag- in a fragmented manner, and then seeing what comes up from there. It was just something we were playing That's around with. Yeah. yeah. All right. More so to this come. This was over eggs. <laughs> what kind was, of egg? It was a deep conversation. I had an egg burrito. See, that reeks of class. <laughs> I like that. That's not. That's um, not. Well, the, remember, that's the, I was a toll attendant, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, you shouldn't do the ovaries here, sunny side up. Yeah, I don't know I'm why. I'm not a big I fan the, of the breakfast meeting. It's. I actually hate the breakfast it's meeting. It's tough I actually, to get going. I was. I'll, I'll talk about the competition here in a second. I was a blogger for Ad Age. Okay. Years ago, and I, I don't know why I was, but I wrote a missive about why I hate the breakfast meeting. So. Um, I'm going to read that and. 
I might now put it down that I'm just not going to do breakfast meetings anymore. Well, you just got to make sure you link it back to the drum. Because as much as I like Ad Age, and as much as I appreciate what they do, my boss might get a little pissed Okay, off. that's fair. All right, I'll, I'll link it back to the drum. Let's go to the must list. Let's do it. What's a must do? Be better than the brief. What I've heard that one before. Okay. But what does it mean to you? Because it's up for interpretation. So... I feel that it's very easy to answer the question that is given to you or that is directly in front of you. And whether that be a brief from an existing client, whether that be a new business pitch, whether that be something just someone is asking of you, it's very easy to just get caught up in, yes, let me answer that. But that's being an order taker as opposed to it is. a transform a transformation maker. It is. That was actually a quote I had some time ago. And I've it's, got it's, it. I've got it. It's I, sufficiently corporate, but it has a thing going. And to it. it does have a thing. It's very tweetable. Did you tweet it? It's. You know what? That sounds. That sounds like a sorrel thing. So, Mar, <laughs> Sir Martin would, might say would. that. So you just asterisk. Well, you're in good mind. company. You're yeah, in good company. No, fair point. You can you can keep that. <laughs> but no, it, it is true that just like the bare minimum is what's getting us into trouble in this industry. And it is incredibly challenging because what is being asked of us is hard to consciously consider delivering above that on an average Tuesday. And I think that's the big piece is even on an average Tuesday, just be better than the brief, be better than the question that was asked of you. Love that. What's a must experience? Why don't you think of a life one here? We're talking a lot about work. Okay. Think about what's, what's a life one for you? I mean, go back to your gig on the New York Thruway. Oh God. What did you learn from that? We've all had jobs like that, and that's like actually a good experience because it grounds you in some thinking. I would like to to draw something bigger other than the fact that I did just love peeping Tom into everybody's cars for 10 right. seconds at a clip. But the only piece that that taught me is how to survive working overnights because at that time I had never done that. So uh, yeah. that's that was the life lesson, I think, from the New York State Thruway. I did overnight DJing, so I understand. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. It's hard. So go ahead. What was, okay. Where are you going? Well, I don't it? know. I would say, I don't know from a life perspective, I, I feel like... I only want to experience this once, and I feel like you only should experience it once, but one of the biggest pieces is experience once the regret of not having spoken your mind or your point of view strongly enough. Because and that's a work and a life thing. It is yeah. a work and a life thing, because the worst thing you can do is look back and say, I could have changed this, I could have stopped this, I could have mm -hmm. done something from that side, and I do think that that's a work and a life side, because you 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 should experience that once. You should hope that it happens in a superficial setting so that you know next time you are going to push even harder. I like that response. What's a must read? You're like the 19th person that's mentioned this book. Okay, well, I'll mention this one from a professional side of things, but I will mention a very, very superficial one because I do believe your brain needs a break every once in a while. Adam Grant is tremendous. <laughs> yes, he is. And I stand by that. And uh, so Originals by Adam Grant. Originals, is, is yes. Originals yeah. by Adam Grant. So is, which Judy Bloom book will my, you be saying? Oh my God, one? not Judy. Okay. No, no. Oh, it's it's maybe potentially less deep than that. My my fun <laughs> my fun brain break read is what I just finished. So I'm a huge fan of Below Deck on Bravo. Okay. And Kate Chastain, who's the lead stew. <laughs> authored a book. Oh my God, you are so New York. I love this. Oh my God. And it's everything. It is everything. You have to read her stories of being a chief stew. They are better than my stories of being a New York State Thruway toll tenant, and I've got some great stories. Let's go back to that. How many famous people did you see in your job? Not well, not that many because I was upstate New York. Okay. I was born and bred upstate New York, so I worked along Mafia? the Berkshire Spur. Mafia. No, okay, no, I'm Saratoga. Just, well, my family's from Jersey, so that's okay. Pure I wish we were that badass. Okay. <laughs> 
No. Okay. No. It was like, no, not All even right, close. All right. We're getting, off track. We're getting off track. Okay, sorry. What's, what's a must learn? What's a must learn? A must learn, I would say, is, is learn the mundane elements of your job and learn them very, very well. You will be challenged on them at some point. And when you know them very well, you can break the rules and have respect for doing that. But it also is reflexive, too, because then you don't have to think about it. Yeah, that's, yeah you don't waste time on that side of things. But right. spend the time learning all of the mundane pieces because inevitably you will be pushed on them at some point. What's, what's a mundane? Give me an example of, of one of the mundane. Well, so I'm a strategist, a planner. So understand the value or the, the definition of reach curves and one plus reach and effective reach. I mean, those, those very... See, my eyes just like glazed exactly, over. So, exactly. But, yeah. but learn that stuff, which I spent my formative years doing, so that when you want to twist things a little bit differently, you know what you're doing in service of or in sacrifice of. What's a question you've never been asked before that you'd love someone to ask you and what would the answer be? So you just asked me to cross between personal and professional. I feel like a lot of times when I'm doing interviews or panels, it's quite frequently asked, like, what do you think about this professionally? Or what do you think about this personally? There is only one philosophy that I carry very truly between my personal life and my professional, and it is radical honesty. I think all too often we succumb to the environment that we are in in terms of the heritage side of things, and diplomacy takes over. I also think that we are hypersensitive to uh, protecting people's feelings and it does not get the best work. It does not create the best relationships. And I truly try to live by being radically honest, both personally and professionally. That's very interesting. I feel a little hurt here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Do you want me to? <laughs> you, want, you want to give me a radical honesty? I was just going to say. Why are you hurt by that? I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Here's my radical honesty. I was very worried that we weren't going to be able to do this because I did because have of a, me being late, me being not reliable. reliable. I'm so unreliable. But I, how how do you teach that to people? Because it is not necessarily a natural. It is not a natural thing, right. and it's I don't. It's not a style that is universally well received or popular either. I do believe that if you embody a characteristic to a sincere degree, other people will try to follow in that demeanor. But I, no, I agree. I think it's sometimes we amble around the Taconic Parkway a little bit too much. Oh, nice, you like that reference? nice callback. Yes, a little, a little that reference That was, there. that was one, B2 was my exit, was one of them. <laughs> but no, I, but in all seriousness. I can't um, believe a summer job is taking over this interview. Uh, oh man it's more, it's more interesting than what I'm doing <laughs> uh, so yeah going back to mafia and mine involved the go golf course yeah, and the mafia so but no I think that that's uh, that's something that I believe we need a little bit more of because we don't have the luxury of a lot of time as things yes you know spin yes. around us and if we spend time even even in the superficial like using qualifiers to explain what we mean I think it would be great if we could possibly it's like just say what you're feeling right now because you, we've just wasted minutes and they're turned into hours and so on. So yeah, it's just cut it. Tell me what you're there's feeling. Radical get a honesty. Beer. When there's time to get a beer, you'll get a beer. Yes, yes. that's correct. And then we'll have fun time. That's Happy correct. Fun time. Yes. Everybody on the show gets a chance to talk about what they'd like for a minute or two. Without further ado, the floor is yours. Okay. So I think it's um, worth spending some more time on the importance of agitating convention. One of the pivotal moments in my career is when I launched the Invention Studio, which is Mindshare's creative media division. 
it wasn't a remit that I was given to do, but I saw an opportunity to better help how we were servicing clients. And so I proposed launching this group, which was kind of a big deal because we were a very established entity, meaning Mindshare itself, and we were pretty much a well-oiled machine. So I put together a business plan. I was relentless in terms of selling it through both domestically as well as globally. So fast forward two years later, and the Invention Studio had become a success in the US and it rolled out to over a dozen markets globally. The hallmark of Invention Studio wasn't just about big ideas. It was designing techniques, different kinds of techniques to build brands in a modern day world. Planning for agility was one of those techniques that we designed and that has since become the underpinning to our global planning process. So I would say agitate convention because 99% of the time something great comes from it and the 1% chance that it doesn't, at least you know you weren't just standing by and doing nothing about it. To wrap up the show, we ask for one more piece of advice or wisdom. So what would be your final word? So I know a few times I've mentioned about the conventional side of things, for sure. It is as much not to just challenge other people's convention, but to challenge your own as well. We work in an industry where you can quickly tip to very, very intense ideologies that you have and that you hold. And nothing new or original will come out of that. So as much as you interrogate what other people are doing or why things are the way they are, you have to make sure that you stay open to challenging yourself as well. Cindy, real treat. Doug, I'm gonna, I agree. I'm gonna Sorry go. it was so fast. No, you know what? That was, this, was, this was the uh, bada bing, bada boom Good. version of, Good. That's of my the jam. show. That's my jam. So uh, thank you for the time. I'm going to go ahead and be late for my next thing okay. to be completely unreliable. But seriously, in all honesty, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Doug. I appreciate it.